think we're live. I think this is the moment when we get to broadcast. So just going to come in a little bit calmer today. Welcome everyone back. I think I might have COVID again. I got a fucking cold or some shit. I don't even know, but it's fine. It, this was good timing. Tour's over. I got some stand-up clips out. Also, if you're listening to the podcast, I know you people right now who are watching, you're like, this announcement's not meant for me. But for everyone listening to the podcast that will be downloading this when I put it up in an hour or two, the smoke out bug out is not going to be going out as audio because uh, I think you got to watch it. I think you got to see it to believe it. So where do you find the content? Uh, there's the Robbie the Fire YouTube page, and then there's also the Run Your Mouth podcast page. And I know some of you are like, well, why can't you consolidate it? It's because they shut me down sometimes, okay? I need two pages so that can be a big old seesaw. I can try and stay ahead of these censors. So work with me. You know, other programs, you can turn on your Fox News. You want propaganda and some shit, you can just turn on CNN. It'll show up right to your fucking house. You know, the, uh, the, the good old pharmaceutical companies will sponsor it. They'll have all the money in the world. They can be as fat and unlikable as Brian Stelter. They can continue to lie about everything and make tons of money while they get things wrong. That's not the way the run your mouth works. That's not the way that this show works. This show, sometimes you got to put in a little effort to go out and actually find it. But when you find it, it's worthwhile. So for everyone who listens only to the podcast, uh, go check out the uh, Smoke Out Bug Out. A lot of work went into it. I think it was a good time. Uh, all right. Before we get into some news topics, because now every single news topic, everything out there, go ahead, turn on the news, read the newspaper. Everything's unprecedented, and then they can't explain it. Everything's unprecedented. We've never seen anything like this, and we're not going to explain why it's so radically different. But nothing like it has ever happened before. That's why we don't even need to report the news, because it's so new, we can't even understand it. But for all my Europeans out there, out there I want to let you guys know, now is the time to start farting into jars. Don't wait till winter. Don't wait till you hit that moment where all of a sudden you, you can't get any energy. I think price is already up, what, 20, 30 percent. And let me tell you, I'm a guy. I, I don't put on the heat in the winter because fuck these energy companies. I'm getting prepared. I'm getting ready. I'm not going like, to live in a world where they start shutting off the power and the heat. And I'm one of these weak bitches who's like, but I needed that heat. I'm getting ready now. So I'll give you guys some tips. First is start buying jars and you want good mason jars, right? You want something where you can really seal that fart in. You don't want like to be farting into like, I don't know, plastic bags or weak plastic jars. And then the next thing you know, someone knocks it over. The room just smells like fart and it doesn't just smell like fart. It smells like a fart that's been contained in a jar for six months. That's not way you want a high quality jar so that your noxious gases are ready to go for when they turn down the heat and that you can find. I mean, you're going to have to figure out, but they're going to come out with the technology. Once we really run out of heat, they're going to tell you how you can start bottling up your farts and then running your house off of it. For now, you know, they're still trying to pretend like the, you know, like the global warming, green energy shit that's going to work. But at some point, they got to give up with the solar. They got to give up on the, the windmills and then they got to come up with new ideas. So you might as well be ahead of this where they start going, hey, we know how to turn your farts into uh, into energy. And you'll be like, well, that's great. You'll, you'll be ahead of the market. You'll be like, I got a whole closet full of jarred farts. And you can even start labeling what uh what they what they look like. And by the way, go watch Trump. Uh, Trump had a recent speech. I saw him out there. He had all the fans, and he was talking about energy. He's talking about how he warned Angela Merz, uh, Angela Merkel, because uh, Europe's in for trouble. Nord Stream One is done. Nord Stream Two. I don't think that's happening. Forget about a Nord Stream Three. And Trump's even up there. He's like, I told you not to trust the Nords. I told you the Nords are not good people. Okay. I tell you, they don't have a reliable stream. They got they got prostate problems, these nerds. You don't want to be relying on them for energy. That was a dumb joke. But I got real news coming at you. Okay, first is, uh, are, are anyone else noticing that slow walkers are getting more aggressive? 
I mean, you guys see the way I, I move around in my fucking living room. I, 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 but I'm finding that these slow walkers, they've been empowered by social media. You know, they live a life of lameness. But now that they go onto social media, they think that their whiny, complaining lameness is that's the way of life. And so now when they get out there, they're even less courteous about their slow walking. They don't even want to pay attention to see if maybe they're blocking other people's ways. Has anyone else noticed this? That the slow walkers are getting a little bit more aggressive. They're spreading out a little bit more. They're playing better defense. It's like walking down the street shouldn't feel like you're getting boxed out on a rebound. You know what I mean? They're spending too much time in their chairs. They got their big old butts. And then they will move real slow, but real aggressively. Anyone else notice this or am I just crazy? I got to turn off the sound on this thing. Come on. I'm trying to broadcast here. What's everyone coming after me now for? Uh, I got some tips for uh, surviving a family weekend. Maybe the summer's over. Maybe you've already done yours. Late. I, I should have told you guys because I actually went out uh, with my family. Uh, first tip is bring Yo Deltas. That, that's my number one tip. That Yo Delta vape pen. Woo! Good time. No one no, don't smell like no weed. You ain't high. I mean, like, you ain't, like, super high. I mean, like, you ain't, like, because uh, one time, I mean, I was in high school. One time I got so stoned at a family meal, uh, I sat down, and I was actually using the serving ware. I was using the serving fork and knife. So you don't want to be that stoned around your family, but you want to, like, be a good amount. So you go to YoDelta.com, use promo code RYM, you get 20% off. The other thing I did was I showed up at 4 in the morning, and then I woke up at 8 in the morning, and I just did one really long day. You know, you start drinking in the afternoon. You're asleep by 8 p.m. You wake up the next morning and you bounce. That's the way to party with your family. I recommend it. Just one, one 24-hour bout. You go in hard. You drink. And I'm a jolly drunk. I ain't one of these mad drunks. You know, other people, they get all mad at people. That's not the way I operate. I'm all smiling. I got my O-Deltas. Uh, all right. Now, let's get back into some actual news topics. First is, will government ever answer how at risk our kids of seeing Wayne get a drag show? I, I'm seeing more and more of these fixtures of drag shows and little kids at them, are they at least going to do a study? Because I'm, I'm hearing that they tuck. I'm hearing that they tuck, they duct tape, and that there's very little evidence of the fact that there's going to be wing droppages at these shows. But I'm just thinking before we let kids at these things, we're, we're probably going to need a certified study. I'd like to know, how often is Wayne being dropped at a, at a drag show? And don't tell me zero, because I'll go out there dressed as a trans person and show some Wayne just to prove it's not zero. It ain't zero. So let's get some actual numbers on this before we're sending kids to drag shows. Also, I'd like to come out in support for Fat Leonard. Firstly, if you're a fat guy and you're willing to just embrace it and just be like, yo, I'm Fat Lenny. Well, he should have been Fat Lenny. Fat Lenny would have been better than Fat Leonard. But I'm okay with Fat Leonard. I like that where you're just like, yeah, I'm a fat guy and I'm just going to I'm going to own it. And then when you're a fat guy who makes thirty five million dollars by supplying hookers to uh, the top brass of uh, of the Navy. And then when your trials come and do and you actually skip out of town. You're fucking awesome. Do I know any other details in that story? No, I don't know a single thing. And listen, we should be getting rid of the Defense Department. We should be getting rid of all this government spending because no matter what happens with all the government spending, you're going to have these characters in there who figure out how to, you know, rig the system and make all the money. So we can oppose the structure of the system, but then celebrate the people that win at playing that game. You see what I'm saying? It's like, yes, this system's terrible. We can forecast the fact that there are going to be characters like this that grift on the system. We should correct the system. But the people that actually step up and figure out how to live a lifestyle of being fat and giving hookers to the Navy and then making $35 million and skipping bail before they're prosecuted, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, all right. What else do I have on my uh, my list here? Oh, so now Trump's got his special master. And, uh, you know, everyone's all pissed off. They're saying that this is... 
this this is the worst thing that's ever happened. This is so corrupt. I mean, what Donald Trump did was so evidently horrible. And it's so clear that he had these materials. But if there's a special master involved, that's going to derail our entire investigation. Well, I mean, if what you have is so rock solid, why is the special master going to ruin your whole vibe? And then I love this thing that, like, they think that, like, the system is fair, but this particular decision is corrupt. Isn't it amazing that there's, like, seems to be a lot more coverage now of, uh, I, I guess, the corruption of our court system on both sides, where every single time there's a bad decision, Republicans are like, well, that was a Democrat-appointed uh, person. That was Epstein's lawyer. I don't even know how Epstein's lawyer got a job in this case. And then on the Republican side, every time, uh, you know, something comes out in Trump's favor, they go, that's a corrupt judge, and it's only because Donald Trump appointed him. Well, it, it sounds like if every single time, you know, a judge just does the thing that the side appoints them for to do, doesn't sound like you got a good system. But no one ever wants to talk about the system, right? They just uh, they just want to complain about how special masters are uh, are derailing everything. All right, next you got in California, they're asking people to preserve energy in an effort to pretend like green energy reform works. You know, Newsom's up there and he's like, we need everyone to do their part. We were leading the nation here. We were number uno in converting to, hey, everyone's got to have an electric car. If you can't afford it, you can't plug it in. All of a sudden, all the electric costs are going up. People, by the way, if I have an electric car, you know how often I break that thing down? I take my gas to like the last second. Anyone else like playing that game? Seeing how I actually like seeing how big of a gas bill I can get because that means that's how close I was to zero gas. If I had an electric car, because with the electric car, from what I understand, you let that thing go to zero and that thing will never work again. Or maybe you're only able to let it go to zero once and then it's finished. And then what's going to happen when uh, when they got to recycle all these electric vehicles? Why are we pretending like the electric vehicles work? You know, I'm out here advocating that people farm to jars. You want a real working solution here. You know, we could all be eating more gaseous foods. We could actually make that a thing. We could actually start celebrating farts. Farts have been demonized for our entire lifetime. People are like, oh man, did he fart? What's that smell? But imagine if we lived in a world where your farts were embraced as electricity and then someone had had gas so noxious that you knew that that was lucrative. You're like, oh my God, with farts like that, I could feed my home for an entire, heat my home for an entire lifetime. You're like me and you, we got to get married. I've never, I've never smelt noxious gas like that anyway. You know, I'm out here trying to actually propose real solutions. Not like the nonsense that these government officials are coming at you with, with windmills. Looks like aliens have come down to the planet and they're starting to harvest our atmosphere. You ever drive? Uh, there's only one ride I ever did. I went up to Buffalo when I uh, hosted for Sam Tripley up there, which was a blast. I should hit that guy up, see if maybe we could... Uh, do some more shows together. That was a good time. And there was like an eight hour drive up to Buffalo. And there was like three hours of it. I'm going through some one lane road and he's got these big ass fucking windmill thing. Creepy shit. Feels like, uh, feels like someone's harvesting our atmosphere. What was I trying to talk about? Oh yeah. The, the green energy thing. It's not working in California. I think I made my, uh, my point there. And then, uh, latest Trump news for all you fine people out there. Uh, so they did find the nuclear documents, except it was someone else's. So it wasn't the U.S. government secrets. It was someone else. Uh, but they can't tell us who they were, but they can tell us that it was bad. I'm going to guess that it was probably Israel's. And that was uh, um, uh, Kushner's jerk off material. He just liked looking at it and remembering how powerful the Jews are and that they're a nuclear power. And then he uh, he left it behind. And Trump didn't realize because it was stuck to the other documents. <laughs> There you go. Farting in jars, cum jokes. Where else do you get news like this? Um, all right. And then uh, last uh, quick news story. And then we'll get into more quick news stories. Uh, but COVID shots, apparently, they're going to be yearly. 
Uh, I mean, that's what they're saying now. If we're going to be honest about it, I'm going to say it, it's probably it's probably going to be monthly. And then I, if, if it's already going to be monthly, why don't we just ramp up on a culture where everyone has unprotected sex? And when you go in for your COVID shot, they can also give you some penicillin and vacuum out your vagina. Let's just make it like one mandatory health day once a month. Where, I mean, if you want to have the kid, you can keep the kid. But then, you know, you're always doing the abortions before that three-month period. Uh, you're getting rid of all the STDs because everyone's got penicillin in their arm on a monthly basis. And then uh, you'll be prepared for COVID. And once you're there, what, what other experimental technologies might you be able to throw into people's arms? I mean, if we're already going to be coming in once a month uh, for your shots that apparently are supposed to prevent you from keeping sick, and as long as everyone gets it, we can defeat this virus, uh, you know, well, you might as well throw some other, or maybe even just mix it all into one cocktail. The monthly government cocktail of uh, of experimental vaccines that if you don't get, you're a blight on society and you have to stay in your home. All right. I think I had a Trump story queued up, uh, but I just uh, said a whole bunch of nonsense. So, you know, why don't we see what's going on in the chat here? Except my eyes are like, I got to make an adjustment. If Trump was showing documents on other countries, nukes, I don't know. That's not cool. Fair enough. I love Sam Tripoli. Uh, Marianne Brandon. Woo, been a long time since I caught a live show. Well, welcome. It's nice to have you. Uh, all right, we'll take two more comments. At Backdrums 28D, it helps my mood uh, a good bit. Yo, Delta is good if you don't want to bud. Otherwise, uh, I'm not going to read the other brand. <laughs> Uh, back on the drums, 23, I just read a New York Times article that proved he had info in other countries' nukes and was showing people. I like Trunk usually, but God dang it, that's not cool. All right, well, let's read what the Washington Post had to say about this. Documents about such highly classified operations require special clearance on a need-to-know basis, not just top-secret clearance. Some special access programs can have as few as a couple dozen government personnel authorized to know of an operation's existence. Records that deal with such programs are kept under lock and key, almost always in a secure compartment, compartmented information facility with the designated control officer to keep careful tabs on their location. Isn't this reporting starting to sound like double secret probation? That wasn't just secret material. It wasn't just top secret material. It was material you had to be locked into a room. You had to have a key. You had to have an observer. Then you had to go down a hallway. You had to go to another room. You had to pull it out of a file. I mean, they might as well get like the Mission Impossible music. Like, here's what you normally had to do if you wanted to even access this information. What country was it from? What is the information? It's so secret. We can't even tell you that. Special master to make sure that it wasn't just Trump and his communications with other people? Ah, you can't be doing that. All right, let's talk about kids. You know, it's enough on the Trump thing. Who knows? Maybe he had terrible shit. Maybe he'll really get in trouble. And... I don't know. We froze there, but I'm back. Let me know if you're hearing double. If you're hearing double, that wouldn't be good. You know, it's possible that we'd be hearing double right now because I was in the stream and then I left the stream and then I was back in the stream. But now we're back. 
and I don't think we're going to have any more uh, any more issues. You know, you, you talk about these topics and the government comes for you. Uh, people listening live, let me know if there's any doubling. All right, no double. Then we're good to go. Um, all right, so we've had some big news this past week in regards to uh, childhood education. One, Biden wants to get out there. He wants to make uh, college free. And I know they were talking about $10,000, $20,000. Well, I'm going to show you an article from the New York Post. We're going to find out that everything's free. And then there was another one that they're talking about that these little kids, they've been out of school. And I'm not advocating for school. School didn't do me no favors. But I guess when you're pretending like, hey, you can just sit in front of a TV monitor and that's going to work. Well, then that is on them. You know, you could pretend like, hey, we got to close the schools. You're on your own in terms of education. And then maybe people can start making their own arrangements. Or you could be like, hey, we got a working system here. It's the pretending like you got something that will work when it doesn't work. That's the problem. And I know people are all outraged. You got people on one side who are like, these motherfuckers, they're going to start getting free school. And then you got people on the other side who are like, man, they made these kids even dumber than they already are. So I want to come in here with some positive news. You know, I keep reading about uh, how plastic is making people's dicks smaller. And then I keep reading about like how these kids are going to be even dumber. They're never going to make a comeback. You know, because they missed this one year of school in eighth and seventh grade, and they're never going to get these skills back. They're never going to know their math. They're never going to know their English. So here's the good news. Think about how much the baby boomers fucked us over. You know, they just took out all the debt. They spent all the money. They got these lucrative pension funds. Then they were so good at it, they shamed us. So like, you guys have the golden spoons in your mouth. And meanwhile, they're just taking all the wealth. They're enjoying all the bubbles. They're they're buying all these houses. They're They're keeping us out of the economy. So here's what I'm trying to point out. Think about how good we're going to be able to fuck over the next generation. It's going to be a bunch of little dicked idiots. You know what I mean? They're going to be consuming all this plastic. They're going to be a bunch of fat lardos, and they're going to be idiots. You know how much we're going to be able to rob from them? Like, forget what the baby boomers did to us. We're going to be able to take so much advantage of these kids once they're older. And any of the hot ones, I mean, they're just going to be up there for the scooping. If you're, like, recently divorced at age 55, you'll just be able to roll up to a college campus like Liberace, and there won't be anything even, like, rapey about it. Like, they will run to you like you're going to save them from these other little dicked idiots who are 25. Now, they're all not going to be that way. I'm not saying that they're all going to be that way. I'm sure that there will be some whose moms didn't, you know, use as much plastic or whatever. Uh, and I'm sure that there'll be some kids who managed to overcome the fact that, you know, they, they missed one year of school. I mean, how much school did you really even pay attention to? I used to take bathroom breaks. That's what I learned how to do in school. Pretend like you needed to use the bathroom again. That's basically all I did when I was there. All right, but let's get into the actual Biden student loan things. This is from the New York Post. Think Biden student loans right off are unfair. Just take a look at the fine print. All right, I'll read some fine print. Biden would roll back borrowers' maximum monthly payment on undergrad loans to just 5% of discretionary income and cut the amount of earnings considered discretionary. Then he'd wipe out all remaining debt after just 10 years for many borrowers. Keep in mind that for many borrowers, you don't even make that much money in the first 10 years out of school. You know, you get that one job, you're moving coffee around, then you get the fired because you're not even that good at the coffee. Then you show up to the next place, you'll be like, all right, I'm going to be a little bit more serious about the coffee. Then you get your mall job, then you decide to travel, then you come back, like, You'd almost be better off if they would be incentivizing you to almost not work for 10 years after college uh, or to try and work off the books. But anyways, they wipe out all the remaining debt after just 10 years for many borrowers. The payment limit by itself is huge. The White House boasts it means no borrower earning under 225% of the federal poverty level will have to make a monthly payment at all. And even those earning more than $50,000 right after graduating would face trivial payments barely denting the principal before Biden sticks tax payers with the bill. That's from the New York Post. All right. 
Now, got a couple. We're, we're going fast today. You think we're usually ADD forensic? You think we normally move quick? You just wait to see what happens, what's about to happen in this episode. But before we do that, uh, end of summer, sheathunderwear.com. Use promo card RYM. You get yourself 20% off. Uh, I got to have uh, Robert back on. We had a blast when we were out there in uh, Colorado. My God, do I like that town, Colorado Springs. Me, Forrest, Mommy, Robert, we walked up this uh, giant Manitou Springs thing. Uh, I didn't get to try the seltzer. I got to go back there just for the fresh seltzer. Apparently, they just got fresh seltzer in that town. They just got wells filled with seltzers. I don't know how Jews haven't taken that one over. I don't know how we ended up like these acidic people ended up in Brooklyn when they just got wells of seltzer out out in out in uh, out in wherever wherever that was, Colorado Springs. Uh, but anyways, sheathunderwear.com, you use promo code RYM, you're going to get 20% off, and your nuts will be separated from your dick. They'll be supported. Everything will feel lovely. All right. I want to read this article because I got to respect that this is some high quality bullshit. I mean, when you really want to see some of the top, the highest level bullshit that could ever exist in the entire land of bullshit, this article might take the cake. Let's read it. IDF, high possibility journalist Shirin Abuk Akla uh, was killed by unintentional fire from an Israeli soldier. The Israeli, uh, the Israel Defense Forces said Monday that there's a high possibility that Palestinian-American journalist Shirin Abu Khalil was killed by unintentional fire from an Israeli soldier. Axios and Haaretz report, it needs to be said that there were both uh, IDF and Palestinians at the scene. A high-ranking Israeli army official told Haaretz, the most likely scenario is that a soldier mistakenly fired the shots while he himself was being fired at. The IDF said that he they had identified the soldier who likely killed the 51-year-old correspondent who was wearing a bulletproof vest that said press at the time of her death. And it was a mistake, and he's sorry for it. Well, it sounds like you know who the guy is. It sounds like you know exactly what happened. I, I love this, like, you, you, like, just, you know who the person is. Isn't this a marvelous piece of bullshit where they're like, we, the, the, the most likely happened. And we have the guy who most likely did it, and he's sorry for having done it, but we're still not sure if it happened. Uh, there's no suspicion that a criminal offense was committed, according to Israel Military Advocate General's Office. Abdukula was killed while covering an Israeli military raid in the West Bank. On Janine, she made, all right, blah, blah, blah. Moving on. There's not enough water to flush toilets, brush teeth in Mississippi's capital. Uh, I mean, I'm going to get into that story later in the week. What do you think it was? Do you think it was that not enough money was put towards having running water or a government so corrupt that no matter how much money they put into this, people were walking away with it. They weren't making the necessary changes, but Hey, trust government. I mean, we are the fucking third world country out here where you got people who can't have water. It's Flint, Michigan all over again. I mean, I don't know quite about that. I don't know that people are being uh, poisoned by yellow pea water, living that Mike nice lifestyle. Uh, but you know, I, I, I like to highlight examples like this, so that when government does trust us, we'll get it all done. Yeah. You're a fucking third world country out of Mississippi. European gas prices skyrocket after Russia starts off the Nord Stream 1. Uh, wouldn't it make more sense just to make sure you had everything you needed before you started a war? Like, where's the Committee for Common Sense? Where they just go, hey, maybe not now. We don't, maybe, maybe build some nuclear plants so that people don't freeze to death because we might have a revolution when gas prices skyrocket and no one can afford anything. Put me on that. I'll, I'll head the Committee for Common Sense. All right. Russia is now buying artillery shells, rocket from North Korea to classified U.S. intelligence says, is this like a midterm thing that they want to pretend like the war is ending or that like Russia's losing again? I'm starting to see a little bit more of this propaganda coming back at us where they're like, yeah, Russia, they're, they're going to lose the war. There's offensive. They took back two square inches of a town. 
Uh, surveillance footage shows Georgia GOP official giving access to breached voting machines. All right, this one we got to read. And then I think there's only one more story. Surveillance video from the election office in rural coffee, uh, County, Georgia released Tuesday shows the top local Republican official escorting a service, a series of conservative activists and election skeptics into the office in January, 2021, along with computer experts who copied huge amounts of voting machine data. The recording is the latest evidence of an effort by supporters of former President Donald Trump to take sensitive data from the voting equipment manufactured by Dominion Voting Systems in several states. Here's my question for all of you. What could be so sensitive about voting technologies? Wouldn't that just be like the most transparent technology ever? Wouldn't it be a very simple, hey, this guy voted for this person, this guy voted for that person, here's how we record it, Here's how we secure it to make sure it's not tampered with. And here's where we store that data. Wouldn't this be the most seamless and transparent information? Like, I mean, talk about the way blockchain technology works. How is voting not done in some sort of a similar fashion? Like, how is this not the most easily audible, audited thing ever? What kind of secret technology needs to exist for recording voting that this is a severe crime if someone access the machines? I'll pose it to all you. And then here's the last story that we're going to highlight for today. Uh, Corey Griffin ousted from public office for his role on January 6th, 2021. Um, let's uh, read one piece of this, I think. Oh, that might be the end of it. All right. So I, uh, I took a bunch of this stuff from Week Magazine, but this was from a local newspaper. Uh, and they're saying that he participated in an insurrection. I believe that he walked into... Uh, the Capitol building. I don't think he engaged in any violence. Uh, but here's the problem with that is, or I'll just pose this question. If he was voted into office, it sounds like the voting public doesn't care. So like, I don't know, even if he did something illegal, should voters be allowed to support you and say that you're who they want? Or does democracy, I guess, have a judge that steps in and goes that this person is ineligible? And then who gets to decide on the rules of eligibility? Like if it's not going to be the voters, so then why not, I guess, just have the judge on everything? I don't know. There's something There's something that seems to be missing from that system there uh, that I guess a judge can just remove someone for categorizing what they did as engaging in an insurrection. And then, they, of course, it's one of these things. It's unprecedented. And then they don't explain it. They don't show you the footage of what this guy was doing on that day. Uh, but this might create some problems because I think there were quite a few people that were running for office or even one office that were involved in January 6th. And now I guess he got court precedent to label that day as being an insurrection and that some of these people should not be eligible to run for office. All right, let's take a couple comments and then let's call it an episode. Uh, the Committee for Common Sense was infiltrated and subverted by the CIA. Indergrove, Pakistan got a USA vote system where they got the uh, they get receipts, but we get hanging chads and polls for error checking. Laugh out loud. What a fraud. Um all homeschool kids are autistic, just like 90% of Asian people. Memory skills and good uh, teat talking doesn't make you smart. You need an imagination to create a future, not just copy shit. Uh, yeah, that I, I, that seems like, um, all right, I don't even know what to say there. Uh, all right, I think, that's, uh, I think that's it. I think we did it. It's nice to be back in the living room. We'll be back maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day. All right, we'll talk about, we'll take one more comment. Nick Rakita talked about this last night. You should talk to him sometime. 
All right, last one. Wire paper ballots and ID fascists. Fascists. All right, I'm okay with all of these things. All right, thanks for everyone who hung out for the live stream. Uh, we'll be back maybe tomorrow, maybe Thursday. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Later.